Bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. Konnichiwa. Aloha. Willkommen. Hola. I guess that's welcome in German, not like... Yeah. Willkommen. Ciao. Ciao? Ciao? <laughs> Ciao. I guess that works <laughs> Ciao too. Ciao works too. Ciao works as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know any other greetings. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But anyways, welcome back to another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I'm giving Gig a manicure. Yep. I've been working really hard to um, take better care of my, my fingers, my fingies, because um, oh, my hands are now being dipped in warm water, um, because I have a really bad habit of picking my fingernails and just picking at my fingers in general. So um, I have my torture tools. Yeah. If you're watching, then you can see it. But if you're listening, I have a big pack of stuff. Yeah, I think my mom actually gave that to me for my birthday last year, the year before last. And, uh... There's 16 torture devices. <laughs> I actually don't know what half of these do. Yeah. Like, there's one that, that looks a like a fork. Scary. Yeah. And, um... And I don't really use them that much. Erica uses them. I usually have my nails painted really nice, but... I had, like, an anxiety attack a couple weeks ago, and I, like, ripped them all off to, like, right down to the thing, you know? And I've been, like, slowly growing them back. So (laughs) annoying. (laughs) So we're just gonna... Erica's gonna give me a manicure, and we'll just chat about what's going on in our lives right now, and... We were gonna play a game, but we're too stressy to prepare for it, so... Yeah. We thought we'd just talk, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not that we don't talk in every podcast, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyways, um, I just want to give a really special shout out to Mark3905. Is that the name? I think so. He's one of um, one of my OG Twitch followers and, and watchers. Oops. Oh, almost dropped your phone. Yeah. And uh, I think his name is... Mark, Mark 3905. Mark 3905, yeah. He donated $25 to Kids Up Front Vancouver. Which was the, for which podcast? Podcast number five, I think? Yeah, the One Second Songs. Yeah. yeah. So that was our, our uh, shouted out um, nonprofit charity. organization charity for that one. And uh, he let us know that he donated $25, which is like amazing. So thank you, Mark, so much for doing that. It's exactly what we wanted to come out of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And this seems like you're enjoying our podcast. And that makes us feel really good. So, mm-hmm. Shout out to you. You're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think... Oh, I should I should have had a towel oh. for your hands. Um, Can I just sneak away? Yeah, there, I think Sorry. there's one over there. Careful. You can stall. Yes, I will stall. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today was... Um, the fact that I bought a VR headset, I bought a used VR headset on um, on eBay. I bought an Oculus Rift, like the OG one. Uh, not, I mean, not not like the developer kit, but I think there should be one down there. They're all like the ones for the cleaning the bathtub. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that that'll work. That's fine. I think the green screen will make it. Um disappear disappear yeah so my hand will disappear as she dries it off but well maybe not i don't know it's much brighter much than brighter the... yeah okay anyways you were saying something? yeah and so i really wanted to get like a full-on pc hardware um accelerated vr headset and it's been a really interesting experience because i've used like the ones where you put your phone in 
and that that's kind of like almost there like that's a little bit gimmicky but this is like a a legitimate system that you spend quite a bit of money on like new i think they're 500 dollars canadian at least i think they're 350 american and and um and i had always really wanted one for a while so you were just you were obsessed i was pretty obsessed with it i i have one of those personalities where um if i start to get interested in something i will obsessively talk and think and research it until until oh my other hand's going in the warm water until um i'm just putting cuticle oil on by the way (laughs) for those of you following along um and i get i get obsessive over things and i'm fully aware of that part of my personality but it had been that way about vr on and off for a while so finally bought one because the new ones came out and uh and the old ones everyone was selling their old ones to uh to get the new ones well, and you freaked out after you bought it. You were like, what have I done? <laughs> well, I do that about any purchase over, like, $50. <laughs> Even under $50. Yeah, you bought a true. hat once, and you were like, why did I buy this hat? Yeah, I think it was, like, a $15 or a $30 <laughs> hat. And I was like, I don't know. I should return it. I should return it. I, I don't think I'll use it. It's like I wore that hat almost every day for, like, a year. <laughs> yeah. It's part of, part of my personality. Anyway, the, the interesting thing about the VR headset, well, with you, is you said you weren't going to use it. And you've used it almost every single day since I got it. Yeah, but the first day I freaked out. I was so scared. Yeah, you put it on because it was almost too immersive. Right? You put it on and then you couldn't you couldn't use it because it was too immersive. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Um, and that's actually one of the interesting things because when you put it on, you can tell you're looking at a screen. Right? You can see the pixels, something called screen door effect, which is like you can see the the spaces between the pixels so it kind of looks like you're it feels like you're looking through a screen door um oh i get that now i always thought it meant like a screen like screen door i was like how does that make any sense and then there's the other the other thing that people people complain about is god rays which is like basically when something's really bright you can see the the light kind of reflecting through the lenses of the headset Mm. Which is like it only that's only when it's like a dark background with like really bright white or something like that. Well the um the loading screen where it's like a sunset in the desert or whatever and there's like stars and stuff, mm-hmm. you can kinda see it like I mean, maybe that's not the same thing, but it's like the, above you, like right above you is like black. Yeah. And there's stars and stuff. And then once it gets down to the sunset, it's kind of like stripey. Yeah. It doesn't really blend in. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's there on purpose or not. It almost looks like Aurora Borealis kind of thing, but mm. not at the same time. Cause it's, it's not green, though. It's not like the, the colors it usually is. It's just black and purple. Yeah. But anyways, I found find it really interesting because it's not quite as amazing as I thought it was going to be. Because I think I built it up in my head so much beforehand. But I'm also, like, excited because, like, where is this technology going to go? These headsets came out in 2016, so three years ago, they first came out, like, the ones for consumers. And I remember when I first moved into this apartment building we live in, there was a guy, I can't remember, he lived some few floors below us, and um, and I'd see him walk in and out of the building with one of the Oculus Rift developer kits. Mm. And I'm like, oh, wow, he's a developer, that's really cool, and he's got, like, pre-consumer version of this headset that everyone's you know really excited about coming out so it's cool how long do you think it'll take to get to something like 
Ready Player One. Oh. I think if we keep on track, like, with um, the kind of uh, development we're having now, like, innovation, I think it'll be about 20 years before Ready, Ready Player One, at least. But considering the the jump we've made in the last three years, because they thought really good mobile VR was going to be really far away, but now the, one of the new Oculus headsets, the Oculus Quest, everyone is... Sorry. <laughs> everyone is, like, amazed by it because it's almost the same as a desktop kind of experience, but you can take it anywhere. So I think that's really interesting. Oh, that poor finger. Yeah, that's the one that I pick out a lot. Um, at least I've like just narrowed it down to one <laughs> finger that I pick at. Um, it looks so bad, gig. It's not that bad. It's just because it's wet and it's all pruney. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyways, um, I'm really excited for those kinds of like when we get to that kind of Ready Player One or just before that. I think it's going to be really cool. I think it could get kind of scary too because if it gets so realistic people don't come out people don't come out yeah i mean i find i get addicted to it already i want to stay in there and i stay in there too long and then i feel kind of i feel like i've been on too many roller coasters you know that kind of mm. off balance kind of feeling yeah. i think that'll get better once i build a new computer because never mind our our alexa is programmed to respond to the word to the c word com computer She's never mind heard. oh man it's so creepy that's the thing. It's like we're talking about technology and advancing. Like we already have some really creepy, scary technology. I find it so funny when people are like, "Oh, I don't want a Google Home or a Alexa because she'll spy on me." It's like if you have a cell phone, you're probably being spied on. Well, and I find that funny because it's like, no offense to the people that I know that have said this, because I actually know a few people who have said that. But think about how many people have one of these smart home devices. Are you really the one person or the few handful of people that has special information that they're going to want to keep? You know what I mean? That yeah. they're going to care about? Like everyone does, you know, that weird stuff that you're worried about being judged about when they're alone, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, your cuticles are like very grown. Yes. When I don't pick at them, they grow quite a bit. I might have to trim them. My cuticles? Yeah. Yeah, go right ahead. Sorry, I whisper a lot. I don't know why. I and talk then, really quietly. And then I tell her I can't hear her, and she speaks quieter. Or she'll mouth it. She'll say the first sentence, like, a little bit louder. And then she'll be like, oh, sorry, I... I don't even know what word. I didn't even mouth a specific word, but that's kind of how it feels to me. <laughs> sorry for Outing calling you me. out. Yeah. Whatever. What's a kind of VR experience you wish they had that you haven't experienced yet? Well, I, I mean, haven't done escape rooms yet. That'd be cool. Yeah. I want to download some of those today. Um, I also want to try, like, I know this is already a thing, but, like, watching movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Well, because I heard, before I tried it, I heard that the 3D effect in VR is way more effective than any other 3D effect, like, in than, like, a 3D movie in a movie theater or, like, a 3D TV at home. Hmm. And it's true, like because you can you can draw and paint in VR in 3D, 
and like walk around and look through your painting and basically make a sculpture which is really it's just it's really hard to describe it's like so far my experience with vr is like stepping into a dream mm. and getting into control what the dream has in it and then when you take it off it's it's just as memorable as a dream because you you don't remember all the details it's like real life and then it makes me think oh wow where where are we gonna go with like like i think about lucid dreaming technology and stuff like that right technology i don't know if there's technology for lucid dreaming okay something that i don't think is possible that would be really cool is if you could like save your dream and then like explore it in vr the next day when you're awake that's some sci-fi stuff that i would love to see a movie or read a book about that's a good idea we should write a movie <laughs> should i not have said that on the podcast is someone gonna steal it that's okay okay why is my hair doing that to me anyways okay i don't know i was thinking they were too long and now i'm like well they're not that bad like i pushed them up and they're they're not i don't know they're fine one of the interesting things about vr is it's technology that people have been wanting wanting to experience for a long time and there have been over the course of the last like 50 years or even longer attempts at making vr a thing like a mainstream thing and it's mm -hmm. never quite caught on because the technology's not not wasn't there mm -hmm. and it is now like it's it's pretty good now yeah especially the way like motion controllers are tracked and everything like that mind if i kind of paint your nails a little bit it's, not at it's all. like healing stuff yeah not at all are you gonna are you gonna trim my nails at all i i are you um I'll file them. them you want them shorter yeah a little oh. bit okay i'm so passive aggressive oh okay <laughs> <laughs> That's just like today's Google. society, though. Everyone's so passive-aggressive. I don't think so. I think so. I think, I think you know, you go driving, and everyone on the road is passive-aggressive. That's just Vancouver. Mm, I guess you're right. In L.A., it's, it's less that way. It's like everyone knows they're bad at driving. Here, everyone thinks they're great and thinks everyone else is bad. Which, I mean, like, I'm guilty of, too, because I think I'm a pretty good driver, and I make lots of mistakes, too. You can still be good and make mistakes. Yeah, that's true. That's just part of life, making mistakes. Yeah. As long as you're not, like, you know, killing people every time you go out driving. <laughs> or at all. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for clipping my nails. No problem. Like, this is short to me. Like, before I clipped it, it was short. Yeah. So, I didn't really know. Is there anything in VR that you'd want? Um, I mean, again, like we we haven't really tried that much in VR yet. Yeah. How was the um the Star Trek game? That was really fun. It was really immersive and weird because that's the one of the first games that I played where you where you have a solid body, so you can look down oh. and you see your body. But it's not your body. But it's not your body. So that was fun. And it's the first real online game that I played, too. The one that I've played, the only first-person shooter that i played is Pavlov mm -hmm. VR. And that one's really crazy because it's, like, it's really fast-paced. Mm -hmm. and, and it's also the first game that I've really played where you can actually 
walk around like you use a joystick like you would in any other game or or like a thumb pad kind of thing to just press and you move in that direction and that's really disorienting in vr especially if you haven't really done anything like that before mm. oops that was too much that's okay ah that's too um, that's too much <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh for those of you listening i put too much I think a really cool experience in VR, which this might already kind of exist, is going on a vacation. But, like, where you can go swimming. Like, like it's really, really open world, almost, vacation. Um, what's that game that you stream? Oh, Subnautica. That'd be so fun in VR. It would be. And I think it has a VR mode. Like, so I don't have to buy a separate game. That's cool. I'm, I might be wrong. But I already have it, so when I build a new computer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely try that out. I'm I've always been like really into technology and like following along with it, and I mean, guess part of that guess that's part of my like obsessive personality. I was gonna say obsessive personality disorder, OPD. Sounds like something police department. Yeah. Omaha police department. Is that a city? Yeah, Omaha, oh, Omaha, I think so, yeah. I don't know my U.S. geography that well. We should do a podcast, like, U.S. quiz thing. I don't yeah. know, it made sense in my U.S. head. U.S. geography quiz? Yeah. As Canadians? That's a good idea. Well, it's not dry, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll do my own. <laughs> For those of you just listening and not watching, I'm blowing on my fingers... And on my fanning. fingernails and fanning them with the like weird look on my face i keep looking at myself on the screen which is not good no. a little bit narcissistic i think you could you could um what's it called minimize it minimize it that's a good idea i'll do that i find i did that too without even realizing i'm just like staring at myself there we go i minimized it now i can't look at myself good that's something i'm over i feel like i'm overly aware of as an actor how you look on camera no like being aware of myself i'm overly aware of being aware of myself oh. right because like as a as a profession we we have to <coughs> oh it smells so bad sorry we have to like judge ourselves and how we look and how we're like always reacting and moving i don't know maybe i maybe that's just me being like super obsessive or Attent too much attention to detail, but hmm, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really worked much, so <laughs> no. So like, it's hard to. I haven't seen myself in very much. Yeah, it's I mean, hard to like I need to take acting classes. <laughs> I guess also like for me when we were doing Mr. Young, Mr. Young story time, um, when we were doing Mr. Young, uh, we would often watch scenes that we were in, mm. like on set because like we'd have a live show and we wouldn't shoot all the scenes live we'd have some that we'd already pre-shot the day before earlier that day and for the live audience they would get edited together and put in in order of the episode so they could see the whole episode not just the the scenes that we're shooting um i think it's a little difficult like for stuff other than that because like for modeling you'll take some photos and they'll be like here come see the photos 
so you can see how you're doing and like what the shots look like yeah but like for acting you kind of just have to trust that it looks a certain way like unless unless the director wants playback you're not gonna see it Mm -hmm. yeah that's true yeah and just a regular thing other than like like what i was talking about with mr young Mm -hmm. yeah and even sometimes like when you're doing an audition like when you do an audition unless it's a self-tape that you're doing yourself um you're not gonna see it which can also be good because i feel like as an actor i can get in my head a little bit too much but Mm. i think the reason why i get in my head a little bit too much is because i'm trying to i try to make everything i do natural oh yeah every kind of the way i speak like the cadence and just the way i move around i try to make it natural but then also when i think about that too much i feel like a sociopath (laughs) but because i'm like oh would i you know stand this relaxed during this kind of situation or how would i turn to look at somebody like just my movements in general but it's also as that character yeah it's different per character it depends on like a sociopathy no 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 but i'm just talking about like like in terms of like a certain acting style Mm. trying to make everything natural if i'm doing a character a character acting kind of thing then of course like derby i made up all these kinds (laughs) of mannerisms and stuff for him and a kind of body language um oh (laughs) oh no. You do that to me all the time. I say bless you. I was going to say bless you and then I didn't. Well, it wouldn't have mattered. It went away anyway. Yeah. That's how this podcast started. I almost sneezed. Yeah. It would be cool. We should do like an, like an outtakes. Like maybe at the end of the year or something for like a Christmas one so that we don't have to do a podcast. We can do like an outtakes of all the beginnings of the podcast. That could be funny. I wish we kept all the tests because those are pretty funny. Yeah. We do green screen tests before every podcast, even though we film in like the same place a lot of the time because sometimes the green screen just looks really bad and we have to fix it. Yeah. But they get kind of funny. Like today we were singing. <laughs> Canon, right? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> so I think I said deleted that. Yeah. Oh, we delete yeah. all of them. I, yeah, we do. Yeah, just because space on the computer yeah gets low well, and we never thought that we would need them yeah <laughs> i guess we can start now i mean it's still well we would have a lot if we did it by the end of the year oh yeah yeah um let us let us know if you want to see that <laughs> um it would be cool if there was a vr thing where like i don't know like you could explore like movie sets and stuff that would be really cool there was one experience on the the lab which is like valve's um sort of showcase for Mm. vr um where i you haven't tried this one yet where you're in kind of like a fantasy world it's kind of almost like uh if you imagine uh what's it called hearthstone oh hearthstone hearthstone like like if you were kind of in that world almost because mm. like you're in somebody's shop and there's all these creatures and like mm. there's a magic lamp and like he comes in and he talks to you and he's like well i gotta go and then you can explore his shop which is like it's really cool and it's like really high definition it looks really good um so there should be like that but recreations of like movie sets mm-hmm. like 
Like, it would be cool if you could just walk around and explore, you know, the Millennium Falcon. Or... Or what would be really cool, I know it's, like, it's not a movie set, it's CGI, but, like, the Avatar world, you know? Yeah. Stuff oh, like that. Oh, that would be so cool. That'd be really cool. Or, like... Or, like, the Titanic. I was about to say that! <laughs> and then I was thinking, because you were saying you need to practice certain parts for your next driving test that you have to do. Like a driving simulator, but like a really realistic one where if you go over the speed limit, you get pulled over by the cops. Or like it's a driving test. It's a driving test. So you lose points for like doing certain things. That'd be so good. Yeah. Well, that would be really good. Like if you forget to signal. Yeah. Can I do this? Yeah. I'm just doing a top coat. Um, Before I put on like a nail strengthening thing i always wondered about that because that's people always put the nail strengthening thing on last from what i've seen that doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense no it goes it has to go straight on your nail otherwise it doesn't strengthen your nail yeah but you just said you're putting on a top coat before you put any no, nail strength after you said before before i put on the oh that's what i meant to say oh okay See, I'm, I have issues. No, I didn't say it right. I, oh, I'm really bad at English. It's my first and only language, and I can't do it. You know bits of, like, German. Okay, knowing bits is not knowing a language. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, whenever I've and I learned... And I know so many languages. Whenever I've learned a new language, uh, whenever it comes to, like, anything like conjugation... Oh, God. I, 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 I'm, I'm out of there, you know? Like, yeah. I'm like, never mind. It's yeah, too like complicated, the... especially in French, because everything has a, a gender. Oh, yeah. So it depends on the specific object, Oops. Um, what gender it is. Yeah, I hate that. And then you have to say, you have to address it differently. Mm-hmm. Le and la. You and L, I think. Yeah. Or not L. Yeah, it is. E-L-O-E. Yeah, E-L-O-E. Because I always think of, like, El Dorado, like, in Spanish, it's e, just E-L. Yeah. Yeah, the VR thing's really cool. I'm excited to, because I've only had it, we've only had it for, like, less than a week. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see the capabilities of it, especially when I build a new computer that's a bit more powerful. <laughs> Always dragging my computer. Hey, it used to be my computer. Not really. Not, what do you mean, not really? It's my computer. She's still John Travolta. Yeah. In my heart. Yeah. I was gonna say something earlier, and I forgot. Um, she's a Frankenstein now. She's like half yours, half mine. And yeah, then a new case. True. Well, I mean, the only thing originally from yours is the hard drives. Oh. And the disk drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cake was like, do you want a disk drive? The case kind of looks better if you don't put it in. I'm like, put in the disk drive. <laughs> Well, and then I just bought a case for a com- the new computer that I'm going to build. It's the first thing that I bought. And I realized there's no space for a disk drive. And I had a little bit of like a, oh, no, I got to return it. I can't. But then it's like, okay, gig, keep up with the times. Like, you're young. I have still. a disk like, drive. You can use mine. Yeah, I can use yours. Or what I think I want to do is buy, like, an external one. Oh, yeah? Because I got to buy an external um, uh, SD card reader, too, because neither of our Almost had a cases. meltdown. I was like, hey, Gig, where do I put the SD card? And he's like, you don't. There isn't. Yeah. And I well, was like, 
What? The, the, aver- <laughs> the average person doesn't really need one. But because you're a model and you get, you get like, you need an SD card from the sh- last shoot that you did to see the photos. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. It's like, do people not have cameras anymore? I don't understand. Yeah. I guess everyone just uses their their phones. Or a lot of new cameras. You can transfer over Wi-Fi. I forgot about that. Yeah. I wonder if that downgrades the quality. Um, I don't think so. Because, like, think about how we can transfer photos Most using like AirDrop. AirDrop yeah. yeah, and that actually uses Bluetooth, not Wi-Fi. True enough. Mm-hmm. We were talking earlier today about, like, how we want to just go on a trip somewhere. I was actually looking up trips. Yeah. Just getting out. Because every once in a while you just feel like like leaving. Yeah. But I can't. Right now, at least, my best friend's pregnant and she's due like any day, so. Oh, <laughs> pretty exciting. Although I'm like, get it out. <laughs> now. <laughs> she's feeling the same way. Well, I'm sure. After 38 weeks of pregnancy. 39. 39 yeah. weeks, yeah. Then it just becomes like, okay, it, this was cool at first, uh, exciting, but now like I'm ready for the next thing. Yeah. Okay. This truck just keeps honking outside. It's very annoying. That's the thing with living in a city is it's like there's always noise. Yeah. I grew up in a smaller-ish town, and you could have lots of quiet if you wanted it. Oh, what's cool in VR is Google Earth. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I think the thing is, it could be better. It was really, like, it looks really good. But I wish you could, this is almost impossible, but I wish you could just walk through the neighborhood. Can you not do that? You can, but you have to go through just down streets, right? Yeah. Like, like Google Earth, right? Or uh, Street View. Yeah. That's all you have in VR. I wish it was more like an open world. Where you could, like, go into buildings and stuff. like. Oh, that's impossible. No, I know. That's why I said it's almost <laughs> impossible. Because, it's like, that would take a lot of work. Because just even in, like, GTA V, which took years to make, and still is, like, a huge game, but it came out in 2013. So yeah. it came out six years ago. Well, think about it. I remember four years ago or something, people were like, oh, there's rumors that the next GTA is coming out this year, right? And yeah. we're still waiting for it. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, the same studio that made gta 5 or gta also made red dead redemption yeah and they just came out with a new game this year and that's also kind of like an open world gta kind of game but oh, it's really? it's like wild west themed mm. um which actually i would really like to try that yeah game. that'd be cool vr aside I mean, i'm slowly getting back into video games i kind of hadn't been playing for a while i was focusing on work and stuff but but then we started playing um I always want to call it The Last of Us. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. I don't know why. They're not even similar. Yeah, we would go to your um, aunt and uncle's cabin. We brought our PlayStation and just set it up there for like when we want to have like a little escape. So we just play, you know, console games and... Oh, that's a game I really want in VR is Portal. Portal. I really want Portal in VR, which there's rumors that it's going to be. Because like the new... The, one of the new headsets that's just coming out, like, you can order it, but it's, like, backed up, and you can only order it in the States and in the UK. You can't order it from Canada. You can't order it anywhere else, as far as I know. That's dumb. Um, but it's it's Valve, the yeah. company that makes 
um, Steam and Portal. Um, they just came, released a headset, which is like sort of the new standard. It has really cool controllers where you don't have to like hold on to them. And it senses where your fingers are, so you can like literally do this in That's VR. So cool. You could like give people the finger and stuff. Um, <laughs> Whereas when you're playing Star Trek with you Daniel, you're like, this. <laughs> "Hey, man!" <laughs> um, <laughs> and other gestures. Um, but well, it's for just, those of you not not watching, it's like pointer finger up. You know, yeah, pointer finger up. Finger. Yeah, I just didn't That's all think you can about do. that. Yeah. And, um, and then it's only needs like two tracking, um, stations. It uses the HTC Vive standard, um, for that. So you could actually just get the HTC Vive, um, tracking base stations if you wanted. Um, but the whole thing, the whole thing, if you want the controllers, the headset and the base station is a thousand dollars US, which is like expensive. I've heard that's like 1300 Canadian or more. I've heard that, um, that is a really good headset because, um, like, Adam Savage has tested. He has a YouTube channel. It's really good. They Two guys will, like, they'll do projections and talk about new tech and stuff like that. They talk a lot about VR. The field of view is bigger, which is the one thing that I've noticed about the Oculus Rift is the field of view is, if I'm aware of it, it just feels, like, a bit like tunnel vision. Mm. Um, they said it's a lot better. Um, the refresh rate can go up to um, 144 hertz. That's which what I tune out i don't know what that 144 is. hertz is like 144 frames per second oh wow. so you can see it feels more like closer to reality because uh, they they say that humans can actually see up to a thousand frames per second yeah i was gonna make the joke yeah <laughs> the human eye can only see 60 frames per second yeah people get so mad about that <laughs> because if you've if we've only really experienced 60 hertz or 60 frames per second displays yeah. like our tvs and our computers we, the technology we have in our household can only run that. Mm -hmm. But people say once you get to 120 or 144 hertz, you really know the difference. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a huge jump. That's like double. Yeah. So the the headset has way better refresh rate and it's way more immersive. But they said the display is similar to the HTC Vive Pro, which is better than the Oculus Rift. But... There are other headsets for like Windows Mixed Reality, which is like a whole, it's the same, it's VR, but it's a slightly different platform mm. um, that, that go up to way more definition, like higher definition displays. So it just looks better. There's, there's less screen door effect and things are much clearer. Mm. So like the technology really excites me. This whole podcast just became all about VR, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what the, what the title will be, yeah. talking we VR. Yeah, we don't really know. We're talking about VR while... Kid gets a manicure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we both did. Yeah. While getting manicures. While getting manicures. Although, we're like brainstorming the title right now, but you guys already know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you guys are living in our future. Yeah. <laughs> or no, in our past. Right? Because... Or no, you guys are living in our future, but yeah. you're seeing the past. Yeah. Three days prior. No, two days prior. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I've been really disoriented about yeah, the day yeah, lately yeah. too. Anyways, um, because I talk so much about like technology and that kind of thing, I would like you guys to let me know what's a technology that is almost there that we kind of have that you would love to see get really good or like the society put a lot of focus in and we develop kind of like VR is like people always thought VR was this kind of like knickknacky kind of um knick knack paddy whack um, is that what it is no i don't know but this kind of uh 
I said it earlier, what's the word? Um, gimmick. Mm. But now, like, people who use it and have, like, the problem with most mainstream VR right now is that you have to have, you have to buy the headset, which is brand new, usually five or $600. And then you also have to have a at least $1,000 computer to be able to run it. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of a downside is it's not a cheap toy to have. Um, but what's a technology that we almost have or what's a technology that we have that could be a lot better? Okay, yeah, security cameras. Yeah, okay. Like, are you kidding me? Okay. We can shoot in 4K and yet it's like 2001 flip phone quality? But that's because it's expensive. Like, I work at a place where I, I look at security cameras. I'm not going to get into detail because it's confidential, but... <laughs> <laughs> Make it sound cooler than it's, it is. It's not really that cool. Um, but anyways, we have the ability to like zoom in on the cameras, but they're stuck in one spot. And I know that there are certain spots where there used to be cameras but the camera broke and it's been like over a year because it's too expensive or too difficult to get a new camera installed mm. like there's a lot of other things involved in that kind of situation because of because of the job and politics and stuff like that but why is it why is something like that that is like used widely everywhere every building has security cameras why is it so expensive whereas like smartphones the technology behind smartphones is so cheap and our smartphones, like an iPhone from almost five years ago, like my, I have an iPhone 6. That's from almost five years ago. That is better camera quality than like a, a security camera in like a bank. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it blows my mind. And then when you zoom in, it gets all grainy. Yeah. But yeah, trying to identify people who like committed crimes. They show a photo and it's like zoomed in on the thing it's just like a bunch of pixels and you're like i don't think anyone could recognize it yeah like if you were working in as as okay as a security guard in even like a residential building like ours there's cameras all over our building oh yeah um security if they were if they tried to zoom in and identify someone who had committed a crime if the police showed up and they're like we need to know who this person is can you like print out a picture or give us a copy of the video yeah you wouldn't be able to identify who they are even especially in like elevators i've seen the quality of video from elevator cameras and they're so it's so bad it's terror it's a dis it's a disgrace it's a shame you might as well just tape an iphone up there yeah but then somebody would just be able to like knock it off okay but you know but i mean that's that's the only thing is like we have a standard with cctv that it's like it's durable anyways that's my <laughs> that's what i say and it made me go on a rant sorry about that um shall i yeah let's talk about the the today's charity yeah today's charity is meals on wheels vancouver of course all of our charities are local um they've been serving vancouver and richmond since 1967 whoa yeah that's crazy i've actually talked to some people who work i've had um experience with people who work in on for meals on wheels and they're always like the nicest people <laughs> like i'm always blown away about how friendly they are oh yeah well, I think most volunteers are. Otherwise, I think they wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I've met uh, people who, who work for other volunteer organizations who, who I'm, I always go like, well, why are you working for them if you're not enjoying your job, right? Mm. Maybe they're having a bad day. Yeah, that's true. I'm always devil's advocate. <laughs> and it, de it depends on what industry you work in. Sometimes the volunteers have to deal with people who aren't the nicest that's true. either. So. But anyways, uh, since 1967, the Health and Home Care Society of BC has operated the Meals on Wheels program in Vancouver and Richmond. The program includes um, 
uh, oh my god, I lost my place. Um, providing more than 400 meals and friendly visits to homebound people, including seniors, caregivers, individuals with chronic or acute medical conditions, and individuals recovering from surgery, illness, or injury. But I feel like they also do meals on the downtown east side. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I thought they, I thought I, I don't know. They also have, um, um, Chinese meals on wheels. So it's like specifically Chinese food. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, if you want to check them out or, um, donate, of course, you can go to carebc.ca slash meals dash on dash wheels. Or you can just click the link in the bio. Yeah. In, the description. in our description down below, we'll have a link. As always, in every podcast, we always have a link to uh, the website yeah. where you can support these people that we we shout out that deserve support. And if you donate, make sure to send us a screenshot through our email or just let us know. Um, and we will we'll shout you out. Yeah. I mean, you have to prove that you did it otherwise. Yeah. Otherwise. <laughs> otherwise, we're not going to shout we're you out. We're not going to shout you out. <laughs> Yeah. And also, like, comment on our videos and stuff. We liked uh, conversing. Mm-hmm. Conversing? Is that like, yeah. Conversating. Conversing <laughs> is fine. <laughs> it's going to make convulsing. up a word. Convulsing. Convulsing in the comments. I think that happens a little bit too much, actually. What? I just meant, like, people saying, like, not in our comments section, but just on YouTube in general, people say all kinds of weird stuff um. in comments, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I hope you guys in. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It was a little yeah. bit different than usual because we didn't really have a set topic. Yeah, we just kind of talked. We kind of just chatted while we did our nails. Although I kind of just, yeah, I was concentrating mostly on the nails, but. That's okay. <laughs> they look pretty. They're purple. We Fine. had a good time. We Cakes hope you did too. Cakes are just plain. My, my nails are so boring. <laughs> okay, anyways, thank you for listening and watching. We'll see you in the next one. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.